Whitey White. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Folks, it is, it's, this is Mecca. This is it. It's here. 25 straight weeks of football start this weekend. But first, joining me as always from Houston, Texas, boys, Bernardi. Boys, how we doing? Yeah, we got college football. Usually that means uh, classes start again, but I don't live in Champaign anymore, so those jokes can finally go away. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, exciting call before the storm. It is hot down here. I'm getting emails every day about conserving power because Texas has their own electric grid that's unsustainable and it's so hot right now. So getting used to things, but uh, football will cool us down this weekend. So looking forward to that. Boys, I don't care about the city, brother. You're still going to find a way to hit the co-eds. It's fine. I was going to say, like, that's where you're wrong, where we're not going to mock you for it. And when I say hit, I mean not like the Ray Rice kind of hit. I mean like, <laughs> the, you know, hit on you in a bar type of type of hit on. But, uh, folks, you heard him chime in there. Naperville's finest Davy football. Dave McAvoy, how we doing? Please, you're worried about the governor, worried about the power grid. The guy's lucky he can walk. Are you kidding me? Get him out of the chair first. I think you worry about the next step, all right? Well, it's all well, the we know, well, we know he can't swim over those barriers in the Rio Grande. We'll, <laughs> we'll, say, we'll leave it at true. that. It's true. <laughs> it's true. True. Well, I'm just hoping that we can talk about some topical golf instead of the golf that we tried to talk about on the last pod when it finally released. Was that what was wrong? Was the, the power was out in Dallas that we couldn't post it on time? I literally fried the power cord that I had. Like It, it fried in half. Uh, it was just the, the, after the episode. The episode was just too hot, so it just fried. Um, so yeah, it literally it, jacked the city up. So technically we're having podcasts back to back weeks. We are, we are having podcasts back to back weeks every uh, week until football's over. It's going to be awesome. 25 straight weeks. And we're going international weeks. next week. We are. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Uh, two one four and I'm Mr. Three Oh five. Mr. Three Oh five. Jesus. Well, Merrick, you'll uh, be streaming from Italy. That was the joke. I, I, I know. I know boys. I know boys, but Hey, you know what? No matter the continent, we're we're gonna be throwing throwing everybody some picks. Uh, but first, Dave, uh, boys, you guys mentioned golf. We missed probably one of the best eighteen holes, arguably the best nine holes of golf that any golfer has ever played. Uh, boys, take us through the PGA at Olympia Fields outside of Chicago, Illinois, for the BMW Championship. Yeah, first shout out. Um, I thought that crowd was ac- was excellent. I was streaming it at work briefly before I left around five o'clock galleries four deep all the way in the back 18th hole looked amazing once again the PGA I don't know what they're doing there's some great courses in the Midwest um, and Olympia Fields definitely wants us back have some sources on the ground who told me um, Olympia Fields golf club members weren't allowed to golf the north course all year so they definitely want this um, this event coming back full-time I think they deserved it but um I think it was great. Last time this pl- last time they played this course, Rom won at actually four under. Hovland won, I think, at fifteen or sixteen under. So the course was playing completely different. But man, what a back nine round for the records books. Um, I know we're going by strokes here. Deshambo shot a fifty-eight or something. Victor's was clear- was better in my opinion, and I think he clearly deserved it. And I think what was really cool about this and a great pre- prelude to the Ryder Cup. Rory gets a lot of shit, especially from me, for not being able to finish, especially when he's around that top five. Once Hovland sank that put on the 18th, all he talked about was those two are ready for the Ryder Cup. That would be an awesome pairing for those two just to kind of take over and take that weekend by storm, especially with Molinari and Fleetwood. Um, 
um, DOA. So I think that was a great prelude. Hovland looked great. Um, I'll see what you guys thought about Olympia Fields, and then we can talk about East Lake briefly. Boys, boys, I don't know who your boots on the ground are, if you knew that inside, but I'm pretty sure our, our, our boy Juicy Skirts was playing playing the North course like two weeks ago, or at least had the opportunity to when he was back at Olympia Fields, considering he is a member, uh, likewise with his family. So you might want to check your sources. I know we got some picks coming up. I don't know if you're getting the sources. Well, the that was place. a source. That was actually a source from the North side. So uh, that's, that's, ten, that's 10% of our listenership. Be careful. Uh, that was a source from the North side. I'd be shocked if he was able to play two weeks ago, though. It, w- it was open to them. If they wanted to play, they had to walk it. But they could have played. Okay, how about how about we fact check this and see if he was able to play back in May, June, and July? It was it was it was a great showing for Chicago golf. It Agreed. was. It really yeah, was. I don't want to be spreading yeah. false information, but that was a source from the North Side, who's also a podcast listener. So North Suburbs. I don't know if he was shitting on the South Side, but um, sorry if I was incorrect. Well, you got to be careful driving down there. You don't get shot. No, that's exactly. not true. Exactly. What do you guys like anybody for Eastlake? That's this weekend, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. are you going to bet against Ram? I'm not going to bet on it. I don't like this weekend because it's with I, the weird scoring system. Yeah, I wouldn't bet. Like, I think the strokes gained. Like, people act like it's only two strokes, but that's actually quite a bit. And basically, Scheffler's – that shit makes up Scheffler's putting. And then he was basically plus five strokes gained from um, T to green. So, I would take Scheffler plus 160. I saw it was out there, but I'm just saving – I'm saving the bullets for college football. We're finally here. I like it. I already got my first two-team parlay locked in for week zero. I can't wait to give the listeners nothing but two-teamers. All, not my all Michael. Uh, yeah, not, not my Joey. Um, no, you got you said it though. Like I had Scheffler. I was I had him before the tournament, and then I luckily bet Hovland when he was like plus three hundred after he birdied a couple holes in the back nine. So I didn't do bad. But dude, that was insane watching that happen. Because yeah, Hovland was Scheffler, fifty to one, Dave, going into the back nine. Scheffler missed like the. Uh, the par five, I think it was 15 or 16 when he missed 15. that birdie putt. Yep. And then after that, like Hovland was just putting within five to 10 feet, every hole with his approach. It was well, great... then the par three 16, Scotty had like an eight footer for birdie yeah. and same thing, just burned it by the left edge and then left himself, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a knee knocker coming back. He buried it, but still he couldn't. Oh no, actually, I'm sorry. He missed that putt that thereafter he did. That's right. That's yeah, right. But either either way, it was a great showing for Chicago golf. We got to get the tournaments back in Chicago area, especially if you can get the BMW at Cog Hill or if you can get it back at Olympia, uh, Olympia Fields. Yeah. Like if everyone always talks about uh, Chicago Golf Club, too, which is right around me. Yeah, it's very, very exclusive. It would be awesome. If they could bring it back there. That's a very old school course. They would have to redo it. They're redoing Medina right now. I drove by it on Lake. Um they're, they're the redoing Western the entire Open. yeah they're redoing the entire third course like you can't go on there you can see it off of lake street if they could bring it back there just get golf back in the chicago land i know they got the Ryder cup or the maybe it's the president's cup in 2026 uh or whatever it is coming back up but you got to get back golf back in the chicago land yeah have to have to great place especially this time of year um fellas one quick thing before we get into college football did anybody see the photo that came out of tony la Russa? No, I did not. You didn't see it? No. Oh, good grief. What's is he okay? He's probably no, he's not okay. Larusa or Larusa, that's what I mean, he the White bad. Sox does to you. I mean, it's what bad. happened to him? Not that he's just old. Yeah, he looks like he yeah, he looks like he's about to kick the can. 
He got he got canned, and he can't afford the paint job anymore on the hair, and he looks terrible. Oh, that's bad. It is bad. As bad as the White Sox, they got absolutely pistol whipped. He better not be driving. He better not be driving. I hope not. I hope not. You fucking see, boys. Let's let's just dive into it. We got an exciting exciting rest of the show here. Uh, We are going to go through the SEC. We're going to go down to the Southeastern Conference. We're going to talk football. Uh, We're going to actually we're going to go to the phone lines. We're going to take a couple phone calls. uh, Get a few folks on the line. Talk about uh, talk about SEC East football. Um, then we're going to get into our favorite conference, the big 10 or the big 15, whatever you want to reference it by. Uh, we're going to talk over unders. We are going to talk conference champions. We're going to talk our favorite Illinois and Iowa football. Uh, and then folks, we're going to give you some week zero and week one picks. So buckle up the next 35 minutes are going to be absolutely electric. I am so excited for this episode, but let's go down fucking South. The sec conference blaze. We're going to start with you. Who do you have winning the conference this year? And then we're going to get into over-unders after. So let's save it. Let's save that for later. To win the conference, who do you have this year? I like LSU plus 450. I know they have to go to Alabama to win and most likely go to the SEC West, but I'm not big on Bama this year. I think Tommy Reese is an overrated offensive coordinator that is going to have a very rough time and is unproven in big-time games, in my opinion. Brian Kelly is a coach who's done a lot with a Notre Dame fighting Irish. He has Jaden Daniels returning, who I think is a dark horse pick at 16 to one for a Heisman. And he has one of the best linebackers in the country. Who's only a sophomore leading his defense on LSU. I think Florida state's a great warmup for sec. Other than that, um, they'll be playing Georgia. Who's going to be unprovoked and be very untested with their sec schedule. Their toughest game is at Tennessee, who in my opinion is not even a top 10 team. So LSU is going to be battle battle proven going into this game in Atlanta. And I think they're going to um, be in the college football playoff representing the SEC. Georgia's not going to be in. Give me LSU. He's only a what, Dave? He's only a sophomore. Sophomore. Oh, boys, I don't hate the pick. I, I don't hate the pick. Plus 450 is too good a value. Texas is A&M value. is ridiculously overhyped. I like it. I like this it. This is Dave, a known Texas A&M hater podcast. Oh, we we hate him. I, I hate him even more after watching that Manziel documentary. By the way, why we did you refuse to watch that? It's it wasn't that good as everyone said. No, let, let's move on. Not, uh, enough about those bozos down in College Station, Dave. Let's go to you, SEC Conference. Who do you have winning this thing? You're gonna hate me. My pick, a hundred to one. Give me South Carolina. What? What? Get out of here. Why? Because it's the best value in the entire conference. If Spencer Rat Dog ends up being any good, he and they win the SEC East, they're gonna win the whole thing. And if not, you get them forty-five to one in the SEC East. Who cares though? Bet them to win the whole fucking thing. Forty to one, throw ten or uh, uh, hundred to one, throw ten bucks on it, and you can hedge out once you get there. I'm telling you, it's it's the play. It's the only play you can make in this because otherwise, it's, you're dealing with Georgia with a, a freshman quarterback, or is he a sophomore? It doesn't matter. Uh, Alabama, same thing. You're all, you're dealing with new quarterbacks. You're dealing with new everything. It's the best year to bet somebody that's a little bit of an outlier. I'm going to take South Carolina. They have a good quarterback. He could get end up, end up being taken in the first round. He could be a Heisman hopeful. I know we hate him, but that's the play here. I don't want to bet anybody else. Give me South Carolina. That's a that's a big that's man. So Dave thinks Spencer Rat Dog is going to continue the steamer I, after putting up I, 60 I, points against uh, Tennessee and then 35 against Clemson. I, I just I can't bring myself to do it. 
by the way, yeah, I don't you talk see, about you talk about like our podcast favorite people. We didn't talk about uh, Bo Nix at all last week. Talking about the uh, Pac-12, he's another sleeper. Bet him to win the Heisman. Just throw five bucks at him, Mike. I got so many plays out there already. I don't know. He's your I'm... best friend. I I'm working on week zero picks, and I forget that we had to do futures on this podcast. Oh Christ! Don't even, boys. Dave, what are you telling us? That's my play, though. I put ten bucks on. I bet him earlier this week at ninety to one. That's who I bet. I knew you guys were gonna be pissed when I told you about it. I I put Iowa State and Cal at eighty to one last week, so I can't really shit on you. That's true. To all or win the conference. That's true. That's true. I'm taking Bama, boys. I'm 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 going with Nikki and team. That's just there's something about this team that I like, and I'm actually I'm going to go into our next segment along with this, which is the win totals. Wait, Merrick, before we go, like, um, how many first half Bama spreads are you gonna? What's the over under for first half Bama spreads, Merrick bets this year? It's it's at eight and a half, Dave. Are we taking over or under? Well, I mean, don't don't spoil the future here, but. I'm just telling you, USC is minus 18 and a half first half against uh, San Jose State on Saturday. I've seen I've seen dumber plays. Do, do you do you not think that we're going to that we're going to bet that, Dave? I'm all over it already. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Well, look, before we get to get to the week zero, the week one picks. I'm going back to it. Bama plus 275 to win the conference. Uh, you've got obviously Georgia's the heavy favorite. Bama's second here. Um, but I also like them with the over on the 10 wins, which is minus 165 due to their strength of schedule. And you're going to hear me talk about this in the big Ten a lot too. Um, get behind that sophomore, uh, Jalen, uh, where's that Milton, the fastest man on the team. Yeah. Jalen Milton is, uh, look, he had that one game last year. What against A&M actually, he came in and won them the game after Bryce Young was hurt. Merrick, Um, he can't throw the ball over 10 yards. Hold on, but he he's going to be able to do it with his legs. And all those boys have been going down and 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 going back to a couple of coaches that some of them actually grew up with down in the great state of Florida and have been training all summer. He's got a great quarterback coach down there, and apparently he's making a ton of strides. Not not literally, boys, figuratively. Um, I like them over the ten wins and plus two seventy five. Again, strength of schedule really helps them here. I think they've got one tough game coming up here on the schedule and it's that what is it that LSU game I know they're playing Texas but at, at the at the same point I don't I don't really see them having a hard time with uh with the schedule that they've got outlined for them so over 10 wins winning the conference plus 275 Dave I'm gonna go back to you anybody you have uh from a win total standpoint in the SEC the only other sexy pick that everyone has is Missouri over six six and a half if you can get it Missouri what they got a pretty light schedule that would be the only other play that I have in this conference. Boys, you've got a you've got like a half a dozen over over unders here. Win totals. Let's hear them. I took LSU to win the conference. I like them over nine and a half minus twenty uh, one twenty five. I honestly could see them going undefeated. Um, FSU. I think this game's in Orlando. It's going to be neutral. This game's not going to be fa- um, it's not going to be a home field advantage for Florida State. I think they get off to a good start. They're going to be going through the schedule. Look at this after Grambling State, at Mississippi State, Arkansas, at Ole Miss, Missouri, Auburn, Army, then a bye week to play Alabama. They could easily be undefeated going into that game and on the road to kind of picking that, um, to getting that win total already. This is another one I'm going against, and it's not really a hedge. It's just I really like this Arkansas team. 
They should have beaten Texas A&M last year, but they fumbled at the two-yard line of Texas A&M, and Texas A&M returned it 98 yards for a touchdown. And their season kind of just dropped right after that. I really think they're going to bounce back again this year. They have a really strong offensive line. Their defense is still a mess, but their offensive line is going to be able to control the tempo and keep the defense off the field and keep them in games. I really like over seven at plus 125. And then I'm going under Florida. Um, Florida has an amazing recruiting class coming in next year, but I really don't know if their coach is going to be able to hold on to their job. They're going to Utah week one. They're going to get absolutely swamped, and I don't think they're, they're going, going to, be able to Utah week zero. It's coming week up this zero. weekend. I'm it's sorry. already on my schedule. Um, don't spoil it. They're not going to. They're going to get stomped, and I don't think I they're going to be able Utah to. Re- this and I don't think they're going to be able to recover. So um, they've got Graham Mertz as their starter. And they have Graham Mertz as their starter too. So I just imagine how bad that quarterback competition is. If he's not good enough for Wisconsin in the Big Ten, but he's good enough for Florida in the SEC, no way this team's seeing a bowl game under five and a half. Those are my three big three win total plays. Uh, under five and a half for the Gators? What? Yeah. I do not see it at all. Oh my God, boys. You know what? We're going to let's go to the phone lines here. We've got a couple folks on the line, a couple callers talk SEC. Bring them, bring them in because we're shitting on Graham Mertz. I have the same thing. Utah minus five and a half. Graham Mertz fucking stinks. We saw him. Oh, this is fantastic. Actually, guys, we, we, we got our first call on the line. We've got Dan from Duval County. Dan, are you with us? Yeah. Dan, what are we thinking for the Gators this year? I would say that five and a half. You got to hammer the over. Five and a half wins. Come on. Documentary drop today. The bigger lock than a Saturday morning picks of the week. I'm telling you, I'm thinking over five and a half for sure for them. I'm not saying they're going to make any noise, but five and a half. No noise, but they'll make a bowl. No noise, but they'll make a bowl. Dan, I, I appreciate the confidence in the picks. Thank you. Uh, but what, what do you have to say? Your Blaze is talking about Graham Mertz being the starting quarterback. Do you have any faith in him or that coaching staff down in Gainesville? So, I mean, year two coming off, you know, Richardson going into the league, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, I think it's going to be a proven year from the offense. Seeing what I've seen so far in camp, there seems to be a lot of the dink and dunk, you know, short game of Graham Mertz, and I'm fine. Hey, don't make him move the ball down the field. They have one of the best running back tandems in college football. Uh, combined for like 1,800 yards last year and just ride them. Your defense has a new coordinator who came from Bama who's bringing some excitement back. So just do everything but make him win games. All he has to do is manage. And that's that's why hammering the over. Hammer the over, a new defensive coordinator. Boys, any rebuttal before we let Dan go? Mike, I would say this. I think the recruiting class coming in next year is like one of the best in the country. I just don't know if this coaching staff is going to be able to hang on with what they got right now. Mullins left that team like with two tires on a freaking Buick. He didn't have a lot of um, a lot to work with, and it's showing. I just think it's going to get ugly in week zero, and I think it's going to be all downhill at, when they get back from Utah. They only won six games last year, and they had the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you're going to be able to come back. Come back from you know, a six-win season. They're one year away. They're talent. one year away if they can. Graham Mertz. Yeah, Grant, Graham Mertz is pretty bad, but we will see. Dan, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Yeah, big fan. Thanks, buddy.
We All love right, we love that we love the Collins though. Appreciate the Collins, shit on them, but love, love the love the Collins. You know what? We might have to give one. I know we didn't talk about it. You know what? Show. I will say though. I'm sorry to interrupt. I love the little tidbits going into training camp because that that's what I did for the basketball team. That's what I did for uh, the football team down in Champaign. So that's some local report and local insights. But we'll the see how it goes. The- Graham Mertz to Dink and Dunk special. Keep the defense on the field. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, the more friends of the program we can get on that are actually in tune with the local like reporting, that's what we need. Yeah. We need more than just uh, a non-scout. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get like a Florida – maybe we'll get a vibe for Florida when they're playing Tennessee or something or uh, Georgia. Get a good vibe from that. See, maybe we can ride them as an underdog that weekend. Gator underscore Hernandez. Dave, did you have any plays besides – um uh did you have any plays for um the SEC that you that you didn't talk about yet? No, that was it. I've got South Carolina to win it. I actually bet them to win the East, and I bet them to win the whole thing. I bet okay, five so bucks on you're each. You're on them on the over too, then. I bet them on each. Total. I'm no, I'm not betting the over. I'm just betting them for the long shot because I don't want to look at them every game. I just want to see if they win. And we we catch a lotto ticket. The other yeah. other one it was like I said, I bet Missouri. Okay, let's go to Dave's great geographical region, then to the Big Ten. But first, we'll start off with uh, Mike Merrick. Mike, uh, give us what you got. What do you think? I can't believe I'm saying this. To win the conference, I am taking the Penn State Nittany Lions. Nittany Lions plus five fifty. I think they are the best value. Um, they've got, I think, two, maybe arguably three tough games. Two of which are at home. They've got Iowa, Michigan, uh, and they're at Ohio State in the middle of October, uh, the twenty first. There, that's going to be a, a real true test. Even though. I'm even skeptical on Ohio State. They've got four quarterbacks who are in the running for the starting job. And as my friend Dave McAvoy said last week, if you have two or more quarterbacks, you don't have any at all. So, look, as much talent as they might have, yes, someone will end up winning that job, but there's always going to be controversy in that locker room over who should be under center, and that's never good for, for any any program for that matter. I like them winning one of those two games, Ohio State or Michigan, I think they beat Iowa handily. Personal opinion, we'll get to we'll get to those boys in a minute. But I think they have the best value, and I think that they have the best schedule. They've got they do have a test at Illinois Week Three. I will say that that is going to be a testy game for them early. But I think if they win that, they've they've got a a, a night home game, which is always tough in, in Happy Valley. They're at Northwestern, then they've got UMass at home before Ohio State. A little bit of a tune up game there. I think the Nittany Lions can easily win the East. They're going. The West has this terrible, terrible lineup this year again. Um, they're probably going to end up playing Iowa, Illinois, maybe a Wisconsin team, depending on on, on how they turn out. Um, considering Nebraska is going to be dog shit again this year, I don't see anyone from the West winning the Big Ten. I think again they they win one of those two games, Ohio State or Michigan. Uh, and they end up going to uh, to the Big Ten Championship and winning it in Indy uh, early in December. Well, you already took the words out of my mouth. They got to play Illinois week three. It's their first Big Ten game. I don't hate it as a play as far as like value goes. I just don't see anybody beating Michigan and Ohio State. That's all there is to it. It's their last year playing in that Eastern Division. We'll see what happens next year. Illinois is getting a lot of hype. I'll, I'll I mean, I'll talk with Blaze about Illinois in a little bit. Um, I, it's that's the hardest part for me is I think Illinois is going to beat them week three. And I know I'm a homer, but that's the biggest problem. You got them yes. at home. You have them at home. Yeah. At and, home. um, and sources day. on the ground saying that's going to be an orange out, um, game. 
Orange out. Crowd's going all orange. Orange crush. Orange crush. That's cool. Yeah, I'll go with Dave on this. I think that Saturday game, this is the thing, though, when you're in the Big Ten East, you need to win all your crossover games. And they're playing Delaware the week before Illinois. Um, I think that's a bad tune-up playing a 1-double-A team before you're going to be going against the best defensive line in the country. You're going to be playing your first road game. It's going to be a hostile environment. I don't care what they say. That place is going to be sold out, and it's a good environment. Iowa only scored six points last 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 year when they played against them. So we'll see how that goes. But um, like I said, you lose one crossover game, you're toast. I like Penn State playing home against Michigan, but then having to go on the road to win at Ohio State, I don't care who you're – even if Ohio State has a new quarterback and they're not determined yet, I still think that's a tough game, and that gives them two losses and they're on the outside hanging in. Um, and I just like Michigan. They're playing home against Ohio State. Penn State's their toughest game on the road. They have an easy crossover. My one question would be, and I don't know the answer, is say Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all have one loss. Who plays – who who does Illinois end up playing in the Big Ten Championship? I don't know that answer, and I think that's really – I think that can really happen this year, the way the schedule set up for these three teams if Penn State can beat Illinois. Bottom line, Blaze, if Illinois goes to the Big Ten Championship, we're there. Agreed. I'll fly we're back going. to the Midwest. We're going. If you're there. Yeah, but there. I'd say – but the picks don't ever talk to me again. Illinois thirty to one, Michigan plus one seventy five. I think Michigan's just too good. I don't buy the JJ McCarthy hype at all. He is Mitch Trubisky light, identical to what Mitch Trubisky is. Joe Klatt on Fox has him a higher ranked quarterback this year than Caleb Williams, who just won the Heisman. How is that even possible? Makes absolute zero sense. Besides Joe Klatt thinking, oh, I JJ McCarthy looked like me when I was playing in college football. I don't get it. I don't get it either, boys. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it all. Let's talk, let's let's talk win totals here. You mentioned our boys. We, we all three of us are gonna go around the horn here. We we we're homers. I'll talk about I'll talk about my boys in black. You guys talk about your little orange out or whatever the whatever little cute thing you guys are playing down there in uh in Champagne. Uh and, and let's talk win totals for the year. You got Illinois, six and a half, over under. Dave. Gun to my head, I'm taking the over. I didn't bet him this year. I bet him the last two years. I rolled it all over onto the family of the program pick last week. Um, I I can't take the over again in good conscience. The other problem is, Blaze, you can you can kind of speak to this too. I've noticed that a lot of like national media is kind of making Illinois the sexy pick in the Big Ten West, and I fucking hate it. Luke Altmaier, we'll see. He's got SEC talent. He's coming in. We'll see what happens. You lose your best running back. You lose a shitload of talent on the defensive end. You lose your defensive coordinator. I'm still a big believer. I'm going to go to a game, at least one. Um, I, 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 it's hard for me to bet the over on this because I think that like six and a half is the perfect line. Last few years, Illinois has gotten shit on and it was, it was easy money betting the over because no one believed in them. We'll see what happens this year. I, I, obviously, I love Illinois, but I, I'm not going to bet it this year. You're yeah, not going to lay the. You're not laying the line. No, I told you you were you were you were too busy pissing on yourself. But I rolled it all over onto the family of the program pick instead of betting on Illinois this year. I bet them two years in a row. It's rolled six all over. and a half. Win. Yeah, Dave. Dave, I'm I, with you. There, there is a possibility that Illinois is one and two going into Week Four against Florida Atlantic, coached by Tom Herman. But um, I think even with this, I think we need to take a take a step back. This defensive secondary is extremely unproven. I think we'll maybe have one or two combined starts with these guys. And the starter's not even healthy. But you got to look at the front seven, front eight. There's three defensive linemen. Seth Coleman, 
um, um, Newton and R- Keith Randolph, those three are going to be top 60 picks in the NFL this year. They're that good. And they have a sophomore linebacker who's projected to be a first round pick next year. So this front seven is just absolutely crazy. And when you have an unproven secondary, what do you want? You want you want to have be able to have four guys that can get to the quarterback without blitzing. That's what these guys are going to be able to do. And I think what also is great about this defense, we have an offensive lineman that my sources say, it looks like these offensive linemen are from Wisconsin during the Bielema era. They're going to run the ball again. Altmaier's not going to be expected to do anything more than be a game manager. And he also has wheels, like unlike Tommy DeVito and Brandon Peters, where he's going to be able to take off and surprise some teams. There, I can see. I really like this team again. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm all in on Bielema. He's a great coach. They've been under talented before in the past, but they've played above their expectations and have beaten teams that are more talented than them. Give me Bielema. Give me the Illini to win the Big Ten West. I'll do a little transition for Merrick. I really like this Iowa team too. This defense is absolutely insane. Cade McNamara is probably the best quarterback they've had in a while. And their crossover schedule is very easy. Oh, I like walk. I like Iowa. And there is a scenario, I think, where we're a week before Thanksgiving and Illinois and Iowa are playing for the Big Ten West of who's going to go to Indian, which is going to be really exciting. I think I think that that game decides it. We should go. That game does. I think that game does decide it in Iowa City on the 18th of November. Boys, you said it. They've got Cade Cunningham, uh, who transferred. They've got two other transfers, uh, one of which from Michigan, tight end, who's going to be starting. They've got some talent on the outside, too. They've got a, tra- talent, uh, a transfer, a wide receiver uh, with a lot of speed. It all comes down to coaching. If you've listened to this podcast, all 10 of you, for the last two fucking years, you've heard me talk about this clown that is calling plays. It is is up to him to not waste the fucking talent that they have this schedule. This is the last year. What talent? I just named the three guys that tight ends. Dave, I just, I just named the offensive talent that they have. I'm going to keep going because they always have talent on that front five on offense and shout out to the fucking hay bale King, by the way, Uh, that is the front of the program that we are going to ride all year long. Jennings Dunker. However, again, Let's let's go back to the schedule here. They have a, a tough game at Penn State, potentially a tough game at Wisconsin, which they're completely shifting their offensive strategy. Um, Purdue is shifting their offensive strategy, and uh, they've got a new a new head coach. They've got a new offensive coordinator and Graham Harrell uh, coming in. That's going to be a bit of a rebuild and take some time. Uh, get you know him getting used to things there. I don't I don't think that's going to be too big of a test. Real quick, remember Graham Harrell, Texas Tech plays? How can you forget him? Yeah. It was the best college football games of all time. Of all time. We watched it in my basement. Him him and and, uh, what? Crabtree? Is that right? Time the game? Yeah. Dancing on the sideline against Texas. Dancing. Um, Mike got a drinking ticket that night. Did I? That night? No. I think Merrick got away, but other people got, got written up. From where? Where was that? We can't we can't disclose that. On this the was at a, this line. was at a female house um, by day around the corner from in us. Potawatomi. Me and Blaze didn't go. Blaze's whole thing was like that day. He's like, I don't trust this. We shouldn't go. And then oh. we we went and hung out. And then it was only me and Blaze watching it in the basement. Everyone else got in trouble, and we didn't. We were just hanging I, out. Yeah, yeah. NFL yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah. Boys lost a lot. Boys lost a lot of money playing NFL Street. That and um, World Cup. That one birthday. Um, what a <laughs> cracker! Uh, anyways, uh, over. 
over hard on Iowa again, strength of schedule. They better enjoy it. This is the last year that it's going to happen. Um, cause it, is it next year that UCLA and USC join or is it the following year? Yeah. Yep. Next year, Take Illinois like plays over easy next year. Illinois plays USC, Ohio state and Michigan. So the fun's yeah. over boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, likewise for Iowa, we're fucked. Our cross no, we're going to steal but- one. That's when we get back to the four and a half win totals and we're back. Yeah, but also, like, I agree. This is not fair to a team like Penn State, who's probably has the best roster they've had in maybe 20 years. And there's a possibility that they're going to have two losses in the Big Ten because of Ohio State and Michigan. This this had to be done. So it's good that they're doing this. I'm asking live on the podcast. We try to figure out how to go to the Illinois-Iowa game this year. So I'm not coming back home for Thanksgiving. for you guys. And I don't think Merrick is either. I would say something like, I would say, heck, I would go if this definitely determines. No, I wouldn't even go because then I'd want to go to Indy. I, I'm not going. I'm sorry. We're going to both. Yeah. What's the big deal? You can drive. You can go to both. I'm not going to I both. I can drive. You could drive. You and then I'm also going up to Thanksgiving for Merrick, so I just don't want to travel back-to-back weekends. That's a no-no for me. Right, 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 Do you guys have any other any other win totals in the Big Ten? And, and for, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking itching over here to get to these week zero, week one picks, if you can't tell. Well, it goes hand in hand. I'm, I, I'm fading Wisconsin early because it's a huge transition for them. They're going to have to play a completely different offense. You're, you've got linemen and you've got offensive players that are used to playing slow, used to playing like Iowa speeds, and you're bringing in Luke Fickle. You got a completely different offense that you're bringing in. I'm fading Wisconsin early, and I might bet you, them a little bit later. I have the same thing. I didn't really talk about it for the SEC, but I have Auburn for the exact same reason. Auburn, I want to bet the under, not even bet the under, but I want to I want to fade Auburn early. They got Peyton Thorne as their quarterback. They stunk last year. They've got a whole new offense. They've got a whole new everything coming in. They got Hugh Freeze as their new coach. Peyton Thorne, like I said, Peyton Thorne stunk. And now he's going to be the quarterback of Auburn? They stunk last year. I know they got all new players, but he even came out and said, Hugh Freeze did, that he doesn't really know what to expect this year. Um, might, part of that might just be him posturing being a new coach, but I really don't like Auburn early Auburn stunk last year too. I would take some of these shittier teams against them. I didn't look up their schedule, but, um, I'd fade Auburn early and I would fade Wisconsin early. I talked about Washington state last week. Why I like them betting the, Dude, over. that's a tricky game and that's a tough place to get to. I, that's why the, the same reason why we're, we're going to talk about this again in two weeks, but I, I can't believe it's only two weeks away. We're in week zero. I love Washington State in that play, that that game. If you can find it, bet it. I think Wisconsin's going to struggle early. We'll see. I could be wrong. I stink a lot, but that's my pick. I like uh, Wisconsin under, like Auburn under. I didn't really mention it during SEC play. But I think that's my other take on the, the Big Ten is that I don't think Wisconsin's going to be nearly as good as people are expecting. I don't think so either, Dave. I'm with you. I'm with you. Boys, what do you got? Yeah, I'll take two guys. Uh, I should have I should have took the under last year with this team, but I'm I might be a year too late. I'm gonna go under Nebraska six plus one thirty. I just don't see it with this Nebraska team. Matt Rule's a good coach in my opinion, but I still think this job is just it's kind of a retro, gone whatever you want to call it. Make Nebraska great again; they'll never be great. I think they're gonna lose at Colorado in week two. I think that's a tough game. They're playing La Tech, which is a really good opponent, and. Newsflash, they lost to North Dakota State last year, a 1AA team at home. So no game is safe in Nebraska with this current roster. And then lo and behold, they got to go to they have to play Michigan, and then they have to play Iowa, 
Maryland, who's one of the dark horses in the Big Ten. I just don't see Nebraska getting a bowl season. Give me under six. And then this one's also positive value. I like over Purdue five and a half. I think Ryan Walters is an excellent coach. He developed some players. He helped develop Devin Witherspoon, a zero-star recruit, to be a top-four NFL draft pick. This guy is going to be able to coach up this defense. Brian Brown did not leave the covered bear at Purdue. I think this team is going to be really good. They have a really tricky schedule, and they probably have the toughest non-conference schedule in the country. They play Fresno State, they play at Virginia Tech, and then they play home at Syracuse. I think they get two out of three of those, and they're going to be in the driver's seat to get four more wins. They have Nebraska, Northwestern, Indiana. That's some easy wins right there. That's four wins. They just got to find two more, which is factored into Wisconsin, Illinois, um, Minnesota. I think they're going to be able to get there. Purdue's um, going to have a really fun offense. That's just two things that I think you'll get positive value on. I think two teams that are going to exceed expectations. Boys, I'm kind of with you on that. And and I, I say that because I, I think that's going to be a pretty tough game for Michigan late in the year. Um, I'm taking the Michigan under on the win total, which is under, uh, I think most sites have it at 10 and a half, actually 10 and a half right now, which is plus 120. Um, Harbaugh's out for what, three games? Is that right? Yeah, but it's UNLV, Rutgers. And Bowling Green. Yeah, it's the Wait. same. It's the same bullshit they played last year. I think they play UConn again too, don't they? No, they play. Yeah, East, Dave. I think East they got Carolina. screwed because they were supposed to play UCLA this year, but they canceled it because they're moving into the Big right. Ten next yeah. year. So that's why their schedule is poor. It's poor early, but the last five games are going to be testers. You're I'm at Michigan. You. You're at Michigan State. That's that's not that's a rivalry game. Everyone's going to get up for that. You're at home against Purdue. You're on the road then at Penn State. Might as well stay on 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 that side of uh on that side of fifty five. Tricky and week. Guess what? You're you're going you're going to Maryland the week after, and then you're at home against Ohio State. Those are five games that are not going to be easy to play. Let me tell you, and and win all five of them. I don't I I I don't I don't think so. I think they go three and two during that stretch. I think they finish ten and two, uh, which is why I'm going the under on the ten and a half. So they, they could yeah, Merrick, up, if there's an, under, I'm sorry to interrupt you finish. No, I was just saying it, if that ends up getting them to, uh, to Indy great, but I don't, I just, I, I don't see it happening. And I mean, look, yes, those are three easy games with Harbaugh out, but at the same time, it's your leader, right? There's going to be a test in one of those three games that is Dave, you're, you're waving me off, but no look, way. It, 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 it could happen. It could happen. I'm not yeah, saying Mer- you, it could happen. No way. I disagree. Listen, I picked Michigan to win the Big Ten, but I think I think there's two things that Merrick brings a point up. I think that um, at Penn State, at Maryland, Ohio State, that's probably the toughest schedule at the end of the year for anybody in college football. And I'm and I'm still not a JJ McCarthy believer, so we'll see how um, those three games go. But there's definitely feasible to get two losses there. But Merrick's going to be sweating this out when this when the teams basically. Um, they're going to be nine and oh, going, nine and oh going into yeah. those final three games. And he's going to well, be two out of three, but it's well, possible. We're going to bet the over against Maryland with Tugme. How are you? Yeah. Tugme, how are you? How are you now? Maryland was good to us last year. I remember when they played Ohio state, Maryland in the over, that was where two easy caches had, yeah, had to bring I, them up because we're going to be talking about it again. That's the best part though, is we're going to bring up all these teams again. Once we start getting back into it, but I, we haven't brought up Talia. Tugme, how are you at all? That's an doing? easy play if you want to throw a long shot on the, the Heisman. Yeah, Dave, speaking of a lock against them, that Iowa game last year, what was it, 50, 55-7, 55-14, that over 
was an absolute no doubt about her. How you doing? Are you are you keeping track of our plays? I have all the plays on a spreadsheet. Put me official then. I want um Wisconsin under. I need I need this in the in the game notes, pal. All right. I'll get them them in there. Well, I'm telling you right now. Wisconsin under, Illinois over, and Iowa under. Shocker. No shit. Shocker. Let's get to week zero. This is what I'm most excited about. That is this weekend, folks, listeners. That is starting Friday, the 25th. Uh, We've got games on the 26th. We've got Navy, Notre Dame in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, Fun fact here, the over has hit nine of the last 12 games. However, Navy is 5-0 and against the spread in the last five games. You guys have any action on this one or anything week zero? I got a famous two-team parlay that I'll get into in a second. Uh, but first, you guys, hit me. Any week zero picks for the listeners? I, I can go first. Um, just two plays really off the bat for me. I love Don Brown besides when they're playing Ohio State, um, his, calling his defense. I like Don Brown coaching UMass. He has a rough job over there. He gets a all his players are from the East coast They're He's got to bulk them up, get them ready to play, but he's a great coach. I think they're a great matchup against new Mexico state who had a great year last year, but lost quite a bit. I take new Mexico state plus seven and a half and eight. I also love Ohio. I think they're going to win the Mac. They have the most offense coming back. San Diego. Is state it UMass getting it. those points? Yeah. UMass plus eight. I'm sorry if I mixed that up. And then I it's like down to six, by the way, I looked. Yeah. Wow. See, so I'm on the right side of this stuff. And then I like Ohio plus three and a half or three. They have a lot of offense coming back. They're going to be high powered. Brady Hokies, a has been is rotten away in California. I just don't see it with those two teams. Ride those road dogs week zero, get a little money in your pocket and we'll be ready to pounce on week. We'll be ready to invest in the 10 team parlay. Check the Twitter already posted the, the success from the past two weeks. We got triple digit views already. We only have double digit followers. There's a positive there. And then uh, we'll be tweeting out the 10 team parlay every week. Boys, we got to get that up on the gram. And and Dave, I don't know. You got to get on it here. I Venmoed, uh, I Venmoed Blaze 120 bucks before the show, 10 bucks a week on the 10 team perennial. Uh, and we're, we're going to be laughing one of these weeks. Well, I'll, so, I'll send, I'll send it too. then. Let's just get on it. Yeah. Well, Dave, don't do. send it. We're going to be sending you the money to place the bet. Not FOTP, friend of the parlay. Friend of the parlay pick. Better the parlay pick, boys. Yeah, those are my week zero picks. Dave, what do you got? What do you got in the barrel this week? Um, USC first half. That's a no brainer, obviously. Because that's a late Mike, game. I knew Mike was going to love it. You got to have the late game on there. Gotta the other one the I have, game. the other one I already have on there. We already talked about it a little bit. I've got Utah minus five and a half. They're home against Florida. Are you fucking kidding me? Florida stinks. Graham traveling, Mertz. traveling across. Brutal. The I hate that. Graham Mertz, grow up. I hate to say it to the friend of the program, but grow up. Um, and the last one, as you all know, UTEP. Just give me UTEP. We're going to bet it. You and love the miners. I have no understanding of it. We're going to fade Zandre Gupta. They're playing Jacksonville State. Just fade the, fade the <laughs> Zandre. UTEP's got pick. some great jerseys this year, Dave. Fade the Zandre pick. Go miners. Let's they're, see what happens. That's it. Those are my three plays this weekend. It's week zero. Not a lot to look they're into. They're dash one. There's, we have no idea. One. Exactly. We're taking we're taking the miners, we're taking the Trojans, and we're taking the Utes. What's a Ute? What's the the, the two Utes? Uh speaking of Utes, Caleb Williams and those boys in Southern California, they're gonna they're gonna beat the wheels off of San Jose State by 50. No doubt about that. Two team parlay, USC 
And then we're going to parlay this. Dave, this was your play back in like 2021 where the New Mexico State Aggies, they're at home against UMass, and UMass is absolute dog shit. Uh, New Mexico State by a touchdown, six and a half. Give me the Aggies. That's a shit for a shit game. I don't want any part of it. You guys are both betting on it. I don't want you took UTEP against Jacksonville State. You want to talk? Yeah, about Dave, you're reliving the 2021 glory days of UTEP. They were pretty bad That's last different. year. That's different. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Folks, week zero. Nope. There are no bad picks. There are no bad picks in week zero. There aren't. This is our have... first head to head, though. Me and Merrick. I'm on UMass. He's on New Mexico State. Yeah. It, it, UMass is terrible. And traveling that far, traveling after rush week, after fucking syllabus week. Boy, you should know all about this. He knows about the co-ed schedule into his late 20s and early 30s. It's fresh on his mind. But week one is where all the games start to happen. All the games happen. Dave, I'm going to go back to you. Who do we have week one? What you got for our listeners? That's going to be Labor Day weekend. Oh, I thought we were were doing a podcast next week. This is all I have. so did I. Oh, are we not doing week one picks? I didn't think so. If we do the podcast next Wednesday, you get the picks up. I got Utah. Play, I got Utah as a pick. They play Thursday. That's fine. We're just gonna have to coordinate times. We can play it. We can do it again. No, that's good. That's good. I like it. What? What? You know what? Let's leave the listeners with week zero. That's it. Just that's what it one. is, Blaze. I bet I have Utah on my schedule too. But it's a it's a Thursday the thirty first. I thought yeah. it was week zero. You know what, Dave? That was just a little taste for the listeners. That was my week zero. That was my week one pick. Then I have USC minus one, uh, 18 and a half first half, and I have UTEP. I may have to ask for an additional line of credit on this website, considering I have what is, my the, what, is the, what is the credit with uh, Biden inflation these days in East Grand Rapids? Uh, take Mickelson's unit and divide it by divided by a hundred uh, for you guys who don't know. That's how, that's fifteen hundred uh, is, the, is the, the weekly the, the the weekly line. The problem is I have fucking half of that already tied up in futures plays. <laughs> well, aren't you in? Are you in? You're not in Italy next week. Yeah. Yeah, he is. What day? I leave All on Sunday. On Monday? Yeah. You okay, what if we did the pod Sunday, Sunday? Let's do the pod Let's Sunday, do night. Sunday night. No, I'm. Listen, Linda, I'm on a flight 7 p.m. Eastern time from JFK. I Dave, Dave's going to laugh. Let's do it at noon on Sunday. That You can't yeah. fly direct from Dallas to Rome? No, I'm flying direct to Milan. You can't fly direct from Dallas to Milan? No, I'm, I have a wedding in New, in Brooklyn on on Saturday. I tried. No, whoa, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll be sitting with you with and Tony. You and the boys. Yeah, you know what? Hey. You getting together? Yeah, that's Davey two times because he says everything two times, two times. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh no, got a wedding in Brooklyn. Tried seeing Chewy while while we're out there, but he's uh, he's tied up. He's coaching the kids. Which, by the way, by the way, the the team the team Chewy coaches. He did say to absolutely hammer the under. <laughs> this weekend on the on the cyclones. Uh, oh, well, shout out, shout out, Chewy! By the way, I don't know if you texted him, but uh, you saw I texted him. Coop said that him and uh, Chew are on uh, Connor Bedard over sixteen and a half easy tickets. Easy and money. Hughes and Jack Hughes, yeah, over Jack one or two and a half. One. I think it is. I like it. I like it. I like so it. So I already got in on that. Yeah, uh, Dave. Dave, I will be. You know what? For you, I'll I'll pack the I'll pack the microphone. I'm gonna be packing the. Well, you gotta pack something. You had at least pack your computer because we're doing the fantasy football draft for Jetpack. Exactly, exactly. Right. I'll bring it with. Don't you worry about it. Don't. Or just give us figure. Let me and Blaze figure out how to do it. We'll do a podcast next week. 
No, I no, I can't. Like, I'm gonna trust the fucking inmates running the asylum. You yeah. released the last one a week late. We gave out bond golf picks for a week late. When? When was the last time that you personally put forth any effort to this podcast, other than showing up on a Tuesday night? Everyone but, know. Everyone knows. I'm the talent. Everyone knows. Well, hey, Blaze is over here tweeting on a daily basis. I got back on the Twitter this weekend, by the way. Uh, boys, I, I was just reading through our stuff. You're, you're absolutely killing it. We're all over the there. place. Yeah, you are. You, you, something, you are. All right. Literally all fuck. You get, are. Get on, into I'm, it with some of the local champagne news reporters again. That'd be great. Oh, boys, please. Yeah, that blacklist just, <laughs> <laughs> just that one guy. That was it. You can't go full lib, talk shit about Elon, then sell ads on there. Ever since never boys, go full lib. Ever since boys moved to Houston, he's he's big Elon guy. Who? Hey, are they fighting? By the way, Elon Zuckerberg. No, Zuckerberg backed out. No, like Elon backed out. Elon knew he was going to get his ass kicked, so he so he bailed. He said he had to get surgery. Me and Blaze, me and Blaze are going to fight in Houston instead. No, come on. I will say, people down here are obsessed with the UFC fights. It's all that's on. I it's fine to watch, but like I'm never gonna get into it. Like follow please, these guys please, or anything. Please, you have to, dude. Open your eyes. It is the demographic here, right? It's a Texas thing, and 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 guess what? There's a lot of people who like that of, uh, you know, different backgrounds. That's it. Yeah, it's just that's not it. for me. I'd, uh, I'd rather watch Football's coming back. We'll be fine. Yeah. It's smart by UFC doing it during the middle of summer when nothing else is on, but it's going to be absolutely no, it's not going to be, no one's going to be paying a thousand bucks at a bar to have this stream when there's going to be some great college football games on all Saturday. No, right. No, absolutely not. I can't wait to be back at the ice house, not back at the nodding donkey having 19,000 Miller lattes. Well, Merrick, make sure you're still running every morning. It's a, that's, that's a no brainer. We're going to be fine. Come December 10th. Do you, you book your flight? Next I'm not month? coming up in December. I'm already, yeah, I'm already going. We're going to see Blaze. Blaze, your weekend is looking like. Um, the seventh. I was talking. I was talking to Hep today. We talked about it earlier. The seventh or the twenty-first. Merrick wants the seventh. You said earlier, right? Yeah, seventh is ideal. I mean, that'd be fine for me because I've got Columbus Day. As we said, Christopher Columbus is a hero in this household. <laughs> <laughs> we said at the beginning of the podcast when we clapped in. I don't know. If we, I want to get it in again. Well, I, I would prefer you guys come in Friday and leave Sunday again. But what, if you guys want to stay another day and we can go to Ojos Locos and watch football, then go somewhere else. That's fine. Dios mio. But I don't I'm think probably, I can drink three Cali. straight days anymore. I I'm probably no, none dry. of us can. You, I'm probably you get on you get on Mayor's shit because we wake up at nine, we start drinking at ten, we do a little toot and scoot, and then we're in bed by ten again. And you get mad at us. No, that's not that's not what I well, first of all, Dave, uh, that's American can attest to this. Nobody day drinks down here in the summer because it's so goddamn hot. You know who does day drink? That's People one of the biggest culture changes football. ever. Yeah, well, now the college football's back. We're gonna be day drinking, boy. Yeah, if you don't got a guy down there though, Mary's gotta drive us down. I was already planning on driving. I'm just saying that would be fun. Yeah, Merrick, you could just stay with me and then if uh Dave Mullen Coob's income. They can just get a Airbnb in Midtown, which is a good spot in the city. Just to you, can say, you can say, Merrick, I can't though. Call me Clint Eastwood. Not invited. Call me I don't Clint have enough space. And no, yeah. Dave, I'm not talking about the Outback Josie Wales. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Oh, look, yeah, this is this has been a hell of a, a hell of a time. I'm. I think I speak for all three of us. I'm beyond excited that football's back. We're gonna be back. 
on a weekly basis. Um, it might be a little rocky these next couple weeks uh, with quality, but but we will be there. I'm going to be going live uh, at fucking three in the morning or whatever that time conversion is. Um, and you know what? It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're we're great. We're, we're, the listeners will notice no difference. Zero. Oh, no. Quality is going to be. Do they have Wi-Fi in Milan? Let's hope, fucking hope so. Yeah, they call it the Wi-Fi. Gorlami. <laughs> um, boys, any last words for the listeners? Nope. Exciting. Um, it doesn't really hit me yet. I'm sure I was talking to Merrick uh, pre-podcast that it probably will hit me next Thursday when we got Utah and Florida, the first really good match. And then September, we start off a little slow with some week one and week two matches. But, man, once Texas, Bama hit Illinois, Penn State, it's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. We're Dave, ready. Dave, Dave, you got anything else? No, this year more than ever. I feel like maybe I just forget about what it was like last year. But, oh, my God, just sitting on the couch on the weekends just waiting for football is killing me right now. I'm can in the I, final. I'm in the semifinals against Happen or Fantasy Baseball League. Like, you can only look at so many baseball stats. <laughs> you can, can only I, look at so many baseball stats and only do so many immaculate grids. Let's play some fucking football. I'm going to say one thing, and this is the only time I'm going to say it. This is our year. I just, I got a feeling that the three of us are going to come out. Seems like the last two years of Blaze's years with those parlays. We are going to come out units ahead, partially because of Blaze. But, boys, I just, I, I have a good feeling. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm hinging on. Listeners, thank you for tuning in, boys. Great as always. And we will catch everybody next week. Good luck and happy gambling. Peace. Don't you cry.